Right. And another really bad one is Candida. You know, the, the big thing in the news now, Al- Candida albicans. And this has the ability to make your gut really leaky too because its cells attach themselves to the gut lining and literally put roots or like ten- tentacles through. And it, they get everywhere. They get in your kidneys and your brain and everything. But in the gut, it gets through the gut wall and makes it leaky. So then your partially digested foods... You know, for many reasons, too. You don't have good acid in your stomach, and your proteins are not getting broken down. So they're getting to the small intestine, and your gut is leaky. You you don't have healthy enterocytes. You don't have good, you know, tall villi for these enterocytes to live on. And this partially digested food gets through the leaky gut through into the bloodstream, where the immune system recognizes them as foreign, foreign and attacks them. Yes. And that's how food yeah. allergies or intolerances, if you want to call them that, develop. I was just asked the other day by someone new to us if I was the Forbidden Doctor. Of course I said no. The Forbidden Doctor is not me at all. We are not the Forbidden Doctor. Jack is not the Forbidden Doctor. It's in you. The Forbidden Doctor is that magical, mystical power inside of you that is controlling and healing you. It's that beautiful, marvelous, almost miraculous force that controls all healing. It's that innate intelligence, that life force directed influence that triggered your DNA to guide the building of your body after conception. Yeah, it's that power that sustains your life, repairs your wounds and lesions, and it never stops working. It's that essential part of you that keeps you alive and heals your every hurt. This is the Forbidden Doctor. It's not me. It's that part of you, the powers that be, have decreed forbidden to ever learn about or even consider and never, ever rely upon. For it is forbidden that you even know this life force exists at all. You are your own forbidden doctor. Yes. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Jack. And Mary. And welcome back to the Forbidden Doctor podcast, episode 172, Allergy or Leaky Gut. Hmm, we have some exciting and probably unknown to most of you, forbidden ways to permanently heal your allergies and, you know, the sensitivities, they call them allergies and sensitivities to foods and toxins. Yeah, and even more importantly, he, how to heal and seal your leaky gut. Yeah, so what we're going to talk about is what to do to literally make your allergies a thing of the past. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. We also have a fun and simple test you can perform at home to determine what you're allergic to instead of spending the thousands of dollars at an allergy clinic that only gives you a list of allergens you need to stay want, oh, excuse me, stay away from, but offers no real foundational healing help. Sounds like a lot of work to me. Yeah, they just, you know, when you become allergic to a bunch of different things, that list will just get longer uh, and yes, longer. It will. Yes, it so will. you need to fix the reason for having allergies in the first place. Right. But before we get to that for our regular listeners, the next four minutes is our financial stuff. You can fast forward through it if you choose, but for our new listeners, please listen at least one time so you understand how we do things around here. So before we begin this informative and forbidden podcast, we want to take a few minutes to talk about why we do not have sponsors. Yeah, we've been approached many times to sell different products on our show. But we've always been compelled to resist these financially tempting offers. 
because many times they lead to an attempt for editorial control over what we say. Yeah, and what we're doing here is too important to be controlled by corporate interests. So we never allow this kind of advertising on our show. And so that said, we don't make money from these podcasts. All of our income comes from your interaction with us and what we have to offer and from the sale of our Forbidden Doctor products and supplements from the oldest and original whole food supplement manufacturer in the United States, Standard Process. Yeah. But we're not paid by Standard Process. Indeed, they distance themselves from open internet promotion because of constant scrutiny from the FDA. Yeah, and as a result, they do not advertise or pay for advertising outside of a licensed healthcare professional's office. And the reason for this is really simple, because their products are very powerful and they actually work. So they need to be careful about people making claims. Others have mentioned that while the knowledge we share can't be found anywhere else, it is often tied to standard process. Yeah, and that also includes our own ageless thyroid and long-life energy enzymes products. Yes, and so you might ask, could not our own products be creating a conflict of interest? Mm -hmm. I mean, have we mistakenly created infomercials instead of free knowledge podcasts? No, we do this on purpose. Yes, because years of experience on the radio and in our clinics and almost half a million downloads of our podcasts have taught us a few things. And the most important is that the type of nutrient-dense foods that most of us need to get our bodies actually healing from years of malnutrition are not easily integrated into most of our lives. Yeah, the quest for excellence in nutrition has never been an easy task. Just just face it, nobody wants to eat raw liver. Uh-uh. But absolutely no one will sign up to eat raw liver daily for six months. So we feel therapeutic supplementation is sometimes yes. very critical in the healing process. Yes, it is. So let us be clear. We talk about standard process because this is how you can get whole foods in a concentrated form that you would never, ever eat on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And the reason we do our podcast this way is because it has saved our lives and countless others that we've worked with over the years. Yeah, so we sell supplements. Yeah. And so we try to give free knowledge away about how nutrition touches every aspect of our lives. And so necessarily these two are going to overlap. But the bottom line is we may mention supplements that you can get from our website, but the knowledge we share is real. And you can take that with you forever, whether or not you ever buy anything from us. But you can support us in keeping this podcast on the air with a donation at ForbiddenDoctor.com slash donate. Yes. Or if you're ready to take your first steps for your own health, you can join our family by going to our website and taking our free symptom survey. Now, we understand, we really do, that some of you may feel real hardship with even a modest purchase and cannot afford even a single month's supply of supplements. So please know then, it is completely okay if you do not buy our supplements or financially support our show in any way if you cannot afford to. Yes. However, there are many ways to support us for free. You can give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That's easy. Or a thumbs up on YouTube. Where, wherever you listen to our podcast, just give us a good rating. Yeah, and if you already support the show, thank you, truly thank you. And please know that you are the very reason we fight this good fight. I mean, your support makes this all possible. So now let's get back to the forbidden information they don't want you to know. Oh, yeah. Yes. And what causes allergies? Well, allergies are just simply the body's immune system's reaction 
to a foreign substance, almost always an active protein, that got into the blood that shouldn't be there. No protein should be in the no, blood. No, And the immune system is going to react to that foreign substance by um, attaching that foreign substance with uh, a part of your immunoglobulin system, the IgE. Of course. That's going to put a marker on that allergen. And your immune system is going to go nuts you starting with a mast cell, and the mast cell releases the histamine, and that's what causes you to sneeze and runny eyes and drippy nose. It's your own body doing that. It's your body doing Taking this, care of not you. Not the allergen. It's, it's a good the, thing. That's right. Your body is doing this to try to get rid of that allergen. And you may even end up with a rash or, or an itch. Yeah, or sneezing, crazy, runny eyes, drippy nose. You know, this. the, the histamine triggers the body to attack and rid the body of the allergen. So what we want to do is close the gate that causes the allergies to happen. Yeah, sure. That's the, that's the main thing. Yeah. So. So the most common allergy, food-based allergy in America today is shellfish. Mm-hmm. And right behind that is, um, I think, peanut. Egg. Oh. Egg, is it egg? No, egg or it peanut? could be peanut, but peanuts are pretty Whatever. deadly. Whatever. Peanuts yeah. are pretty deadly because of the aflatoxin. Mm-hmm. That is on the uh, peanut makes it even worse, and you have anaphylactic shock and mm-hmm. die. So, and then there's act- lactose and gluten intolerance because of the casein in the milk and the gluten in the bread. And everybody knows that the main purpose of having a digestive system, of course, is to be able to digest and absorb the nutrients from that food. And scientific and clinical experience um, always shows that you know if you don't have a healthy gut flora in your digestive system, then these uh, functions are just not going to be efficient. And a good example is the digestion of meat and milk, uh, milk proteins. Mm-hmm. And the gut wall is, if you, got, if you have dis, gut dysbiosis... Or you, leaky gut. Well, yeah, that's, you know, the little bugs that are in there that will create the leaky gut for you. Uh, the wrong kind of bugs. But the gut wall is, is, if it's in no fit state to complete appropriate digestion because of these substances, and they're going to get through the gut wall. And clinical experience shows that when the gut flora is restored, then you can get back to drinking milk and eating bread in, in moderate Isn't amounts. that exciting? Oh, yes. Yeah. Instead you of don't being have told to be... that you can never eat it again. Yeah, you, you know, you get celiac disease, which is, ugh, we won't get into that in this podcast, but literally they think the rest of their life they can never eat anything with milk. Or bread, well, any kind of what wheat. kind of a life is that? Yeah, what's life without a sandwich? So, and then eggs. Eggs is, is a big allergen to a lot of different people because of the vaccinations that are grown in eggs. And you know, it's very sad because eggs are the perfect food. We just did a podcast two podcasts ago where we talked about the choline that is so important in the yolk of an egg. And I hear people say all the time, "I can't ever eat eggs again." Because I'm allergic to them. So when it comes to egg allergy, um, as you said, the, the whites are what get, gets them because the whites contain all these various complex proteins and antigens. And the vaccine is um, grown. Uh, grown probably isn't the right word. Um, uh, I forget what developed something. Uh, there's a specific word for it. Inside of eggs. Mm-hmm. And some of that egg protein, and that's the majority of inside the egg anyway, all that gooey, you know, the gooey stuff of the egg. Yeah, besides the DNA from kidneys that they use, 
gets in when you vaccinate gets into the tissues and the blood. And then you end up with an allergy to eggs. Mm-hmm. Let alone an autoimmune disease to your kidneys. But that's a discussion. Well, you want to get your eggs show. from a source you trust anyway. Free range organic eggs are probably the best because the hens have much better nutrition. Because they're not being fed antibiotics and agricultural chemicals, and they're exposed to the sun and fresh air. Yeah, salmonella that they say are in eggs um, comes from infected hens. Yes. So free-range, organically reared and grown and whatever hens, I guess they're not grown, but are much less likely to have the salmonella. So you want to be really careful with that because... You know, you just want to eliminate one of those things with allergies and make sure you get all your eggs from a healthy source. Certainly. You know, a real, not just cage-free, because that just means that they they get out of their cage, but they're still indoors. Yeah, you need range. a big pen where you've got about yeah. 1,000 chickens in the room for 50. You need range yeah. eggs that are out eating bugs. Well, and that's it. Getting the, the sun, the vitamin D, and everything else. That's what the chickens so, need to be eating is yeah, bugs, so weeds, dead animals, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. But it's the whites of an egg, the protein of an egg that you can be, that often gets through the gut wall into the bloodstream when you eat the eggs. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can just very carefully separate the yolks from the whites and just eat the yolks, but you're still going to get some of those. So you want to fix the reason for having a leaky gut so these things can't get across. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and gluten, of course, besides the egg and the milk, is a protein everybody knows. It's in grains, mainly wheat, rye, oats, and, and barley. And casein is the, the milk protein, and it's in cows and sheep, even human. And, uh, but in the bodies of GAPS people, these proteins do not get digested properly. Yeah. And that's, we're going to head to that, but, we, but, we, but before we get to the GAPS idea, um, there was this little allergy. To, it was developed in 1935. This is before they understood the gut. Now, mm-hmm. 2,400 years ago, we understood the gut because Hippocrates made it very clear that all disease begins in the gut, all healing begins in the gut. And so uh, certain doctors that were allergists, or working as allergists a number of years ago, well, it was almost 100 years ago, they, they kept trying to find out little tests to find out what people were allergic to. And it was a really simple thing. You, you would check your pulse rate at several times over several days and, and before you uh, ate something, and then you would check your pulse again after you had eaten this thing. And, and there wasn't anything more than that, except that it would change your pulse rate. So you would take something, you would put it in your mouth for about 30 seconds, um, so that, because your nervous system, as we know, the parotid mm-hmm. wants to tag your parotid gland, the thing that swells up when you get mumps, wants to tag the foods that are coming into you uh, with certain markers for certain digestion pathways that take place further down the line. And so th- these, th- they would have people put money, money, <laughs> they would have them put food <laughs> in their mouth. And they would they would kind of chew it a or gold hold it. Coin. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am not allergic I, to gold coins. How do I know if coins. this is a gold coin? <laughs> and they would hold the f- um, food in their mouth for about 30 seconds, 15, 30 seconds. And then they would do a pull. They would check their pulse over the next minute. They would do a full minute, not 15 seconds times four, but a full minute. And then they would uh, they spit the food out. You couldn't swallow it. You had to spit it out because that would affect the, te- the next part of the test. 
you spit that out, and then you wait a minute, two minutes, something else, and then you do another pulse test. And so you've done three tests. You've done the one resting where you, and then you wait for a minute, two minutes after you've established your resting pulse. You take the food, do a test with the food in your mouth, and then you take the test again later. And if it raised it four beats per minute. Just that. Just four beats. If you went from, say, 72 beats in a resting state, you had this stuff in your mouth and suddenly your pulse was 76 beats a minute without you doing anything, not standing up, dancing, or anything else. Then there, they said that there was something in this food that would trigger that. Well, uh, maybe, maybe not. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really want to get into that because that's not what we're about. But that was the beginning of a huge amount of testing that began to show up on trying to help people determine what it was they were allergic to. And this, the, there's the NAET systems that's out there. A lot of people do that. And they'll, they'll put, use needles and little pricks and little electric things and all kinds of stuff. And, they, and you could go in there, if, you're, if you know you have food allergies, you can go into one of these testing facilities and they'll say, okay, here, here we found out what you're allergic to. Uh, wheat, milk, rye, barley, oats, egg, corn, potatoes, paprika, soy, MSG, uh, tomatoes, eggplant, bell peppers, hot peppers, baker's yeast, brewer's yeast, orange beef, pea, bean, fish, sugar, plum, fowl, melon, carrot, sweet potato, grape, peanut, pineapple, beet, spinach, strawberry, cinnamon, garlic, <laughs> black pepper, vanilla, artificial sweeteners. There, you now you know what you're allergic to, and you sit there with your you know with your head spinning and your eyes rolling back, and then a lot of your money gone, and a lot of your money gone, and now half the things, if not three-fourths of the things you eat, you have to eliminate from your diet. Friends, ladies, gentlemen, lend me your ears. There is a much easier way to take care of this problem. Now, I want to give you an example of a young lady who went through all of this testing. IgE allergy testing, it doesn't catch all of the... You know, when you have an allergy, one of the modern things now is to find out what aspect of the immunoglobulin aspect of your immune system has been triggered. Like uh, IgM mm -hmm. is the only immunoglobulin that will get across the placental barrier into the baby that the baby is born with, so the baby has mama's antibodies for about five, six months before they kind of wear out. Well, the IgE test is something that happens when you get an allergen in the bloodstream that we talked about earlier. Um, and uh, the IgE tags it for the body, to the immune system to attack, attack, attack it. So they'll do a blood draw on you and find out how much IgE you have in the bloodstream. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. And so, and then this, this daughter had something, it's a, it's a terrible condition, eosinophilic uh, esophagitis that causes, it's an allergic, there's an allergen, they haven't found out what it is, but it's an allergen that actually makes your esophagus look like it's turning into the trachea. Ooh. Little rings, tight tight skin, it gets more narrow and more narrow. You can't you, swallow. You, you have a very difficult time swallowing. This sounds kind of like an autoimmune problem too, though. Well, it could, well I'm sub, I suspect there is an autoimmune aspect to it. So they do all these tests and they can't come up with anything because she didn't have a positive IgE test. But they knew that that's what was going on. So they ended up doing the pulse test on the poor thing. And she saw her resting pulse go from 77 to 103 Ooh. when a particular food was put into her mouth. So they started saying, all right, that's the food that's got to go. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what the food was. Um, but that's all they can do. Yeah. 
That's eliminate, what, eliminate, that, eliminate. Right. They, Don't fix that's the problem. What they think is all mm-hmm. they can do. So let's tell them, you know, it, it's just too bad these people didn't know about the forbidden doctor with their little girl. <laughs> well, all diseases begin in the gut. <laughs> and so what the best thing to do is to use gaps to heal and seal the gut wall so nothing can get through. Now, here's my question to you, Jack, is... If this was getting, if this little girl was getting allergic with it just in her esophagus, I mean, what's going on with that? It's well, not even getting into the gut wall. Eosinophils, eosinophils. When you do a blood draw, there's a lot of different cells that are looked at in your blood, and eosinophils are one of them. They're white blood cells, and they have a particular function that they do as part of your immune response. And the immune response is always triggered in an allergic reaction. And an allergy, remember, as you well know, but you remember, it's when an active protein gets into the bloodstream. Can I get into the bloodstream from the esophagus? Well, see, that's what if there's enough inflammation on the surface wondering. of the skin and some kind of Blood. ulceration begins to mm-hmm. show up. Oh, yeah. well, that's true. But I'm just wondering if it's more of an autoimmune attack to well, skin. Well, the thing is, is that the IgE goes through the ceiling. Uh, an immunoglobulin that's associated with al- allergen mm-hmm. uh, in the bloodstream. And so uh, it may be. It, it could be autoimmunity. The way autoimmunity is on everybody's radar screens anymore now, that there may be more and more Well, it's just crazy because we never had this stuff, especially in kids, ever, yeah. ever, ever, yeah. ever, before they have to get 72 vaccinations before kindergarten. Yeah, and they end up with all kinds of yeah. asthma, asthma problems and all yeah. kinds of food allergies. And nobody knows but, this. Uh, right now, is that um, these poor people with their little daughter didn't know about gaps. Yeah. Well, so to recap, the most important thing you can do for allergies is to repair your leaky gut. And certain opportunistic pathogens and microbes, when they're not being controlled, you know, by good bacteria, and they get access to the gut wall and damage the integrity of the gut, yeah. wall, gut wall and make it leaky. For yeah. example, there's a common opportunistic gut bacteria from the families of... Well, the spirochetes and the... the, uh, spiro, the how, am I, how, how do you say it? Spiro, spirulacea. Spirulacea. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But they have the ability due to their spiral shape yes. to push apart intestinal cells. And, and that breaks down the integrity of the intestinal wall and allows, of course, substances that shouldn't get through to get through. And right. another really bad one is candida. You know, the, the big thing in the news now, al- candida albicans. And this has the ability to make your gut really leaky, too, because its cells attach themselves to the gut lining and literally put roots or, like, ten- tentacles through. And it, they get everywhere. They get in your kidneys and your brain and everything. But in the gut, it gets through the gut wall and makes it leaky. So then your partially digested foods, you know, for many reasons, too. You don't have good acid in your stomach and your proteins are not getting broken down. So they're getting to the small intestine and your gut is leaky. You you don't have healthy enterocytes. You don't have good you know, tall villi for these enterocytes to live on. And this partially digested food gets through the leaky gut through into the bloodstream where the immune system recognizes them as foreign foreign and attacks them. Yes. And that's how food yeah. allergies or intolerances, if you want to call them that, develop. Yes. So we recommend on our website to go we have a leaky gut protocol on our website. 
which is wonderful. It's a little bit long, but I'm telling you, it's important to do it at least once. So you never have this problem again. Yeah. But, you know, if you can only get one thing, get Enzacor, which has the L-glutamine in it to tighten up the junctures you get. And you make the, those junctures are called zonulin cells. And they're what hold your gut together. And that will help. But you really need to get the soil and the terrain and the bacteria and the flora all in the proper order so this, so candida doesn't get out of hand and the well, there's a, there's spirochetes. A, yeah, there's a new strain of candida that's showing up out there. It's not albicans. Albicans is bad enough. Yeah, it's real bad. But there's a new strain that's actually killing people. And I wonder if, I, I don't know the mechanism of action behind it, but I wonder if it's just tearing up the gut wall. Because you tear up the gut wall enough, you are going to die. You're going to die. That's And that can't be a good death. No. So, you know, of course you need to do gaps completely to heal this problem. And another thing that's really important is to get a NUCA correction um, to restore the proper nerve innervation to your digestive yes. system. That's huge, too. People don't realize that with leaky gut. Yes. So I think that's real important. But our protocol is really comprehensive. I would really recommend you do it for leaky gut. You know, for a couple of weeks, go on the GAPS protocol, which is mostly soup and and soup, you know, bone and soup, broth. And soup, <laughs> and and soup and more soup. Did I mention more soup? soup? Really? Broth. broth. You know, to, to, to give your digestive system a rest. And then use the Enzacord I, talk, I talked about that has the L-glutamine in it. And then protofood, the essential amino acids we've talked about. We talked a lot about them yep. last week. Protofood. You can't, protofood. New you can new, you can't cannot build new gut wall without some essential amino yeah, acids. Yeah, and so you got to build a new gut wall. And so protofood and Cyruta Plus are two really important things because it's like Cyruta Plus is like vitamin C on steroids. And vitamin C is the loom that protein winds itself around to make good, strong collagenous fibers. And that's what you want to do. You want to rebuild yes. this leaky gut wall. So we recommend that. Then to get the, the flora healthy inside, we recommend Zymex wafers, lactic acid yeast wafers, and then a good probiotic. We like ProSymbiotic because it's got prebiotic inulin in it to help um, um, feed the good bacteria in your gut. And then Zypen. And Zypen maybe should be the first thing because that's the beginning of digestion. You want to have good, healthy acid in your stomach. Yes. So we recommend taking Zypen about 50 to 60 minutes after you eat a meal. So the proteins will be broken down into peptides. And then when they get in the small intestine, if you have a good gut mucosa wall, then they can further break them down into amino acids. And that can get through the gut wall very easily. Yes. And that's the only way protein should get into your gut wall. I mean, get through your gut wall. Well, not proteins, but the the breakdown of the protein, right. the amino acids. I, I, I know, I know. And yeah. from my mind, it's like when I talk to people, nobody knows what peptides and amino acids are or anything. Well, they've heard of amino acids. But they acids. do, they have heard that proteins are the building blocks of the body. Oh, yeah. What they don't really think through is they have to be broken down before they can get into they're your body. They're too big. Proteins are but large if they're molecules. not broken down because you don't have good acid in your stomach, then, yeah. you know, it will get, and if, and if you have a leaky gut, then those proteins will get right into the bloodstream and you'll get all kinds of allergies and histamine reactions and feel sick and all kinds of terrible things. Then another thing is the pituitrophin, PMG, um, because... Well, the growth hormone that comes from the pituitary has an awful lot this. to do to trigger the growth of new tissue. Yeah. Regardless of how old you are, your body's still going to be producing growth hormone to trigger new tissue growth. And that's what we're trying to do and with the gut. And that comes from the pituitary and the pituitary PMG. Um, 
helps to, or the pituitrophin PMG helps the pituitary to do a good job. Yeah, and it, and it should be in every gut protocol, but it's it's in our. We have an introductory, a most popular, and a really intense gut protocol yes. on our website. Um, but we've got pituitrophin in two of those. And then good cod liver oil is a really good oil. Dr. McBride says you need tablespoons of cod liver oil in a gut protocol. So we also um, a r- recommend a real quick relief when you have allergies. is a product called Antronex, which is a natural food-based antihistamine, and it has no side effects. Nope. Yeah. And, you know, just have Antronex on hand all the time. It's always with us when we travel. Oh, yes. You Especially know? this time of year. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in the spring now. Yeah, spring. So Antronex, and that is also in our allergy protocol. So I'm talking about two different protocols. One is the leaky gut protocol, which will fix things permanently. It's a foundational yeah, protocol. Yeah, because that's how you get back to eating the things yeah. that you are allergic to now. Yeah, so you're going to have that bread. So you, you can, can go some ice do cream. all of these allergy tests and come back with a list of all these things you mm-hmm. can't eat, or you stop it at the door. Yeah, there you go. You heal the wall of the gut that allowed these allergens to get through the gut into the bloodstream that made you allergic to that food. Once you heal that wall so that those allergens are no longer going across, mm-hmm. You can get back to eating the things you love. And we have an allergy protocol. It's got a few things on it, but most of it is to really take care of the immediate Mm. symptoms, which are important, you know. Um, Allerplex, it's a complex of a whole bunch of different incredible foods. Antronex, as we just talked about, which stops the histamine reaction and helps cleanse out the liver or decongest the liver. Albizia complex, but people have raved about our Albizia oh, yes. complex. I, ha- I use it. Yeah, Albizia is wonderful. It's expensive. It's an herb, but my goodness, it works really well. I prefer to do the leaky gut protocol or GAPS, but these work really well if you have severe allergy yes. problems. And then, of course, Calamo. Yeah, and because think- upper respiratory uh, allergies will only occur in an alkaline environment. Yeah, so Calamo. You need to bring the alkalinity down a little bit, more towards a balanced pH, and that's what Calamo is for. So, you know, these are natural ways of handling allergies, but the main thing is to stop it foundationally, yes. and that's with the gut. So, and remember, allergy medicines just shove the allergens down deeper, not allowing them to be excreted out of your body, and showing up as something much worse you know, 20 years later. Oh, that sounds ominous. You know, I mean, all my breast lumps and all the different things I had. So you want to you want to be really careful with allergy medicine. Yes. It's not healing. You may it get rid of the symptom. the symptom. Yeah, be really careful with that. There's been a lot of stuff in the news about how dangerous some of those allergy medicines are. Yeah. So a histamine reaction is a sign of a healthy body. No. If you walk through a field of pollen, you should sneeze. No. So, you know, we hate excretion. We're always just like, no, yeah, we can't can have, have a runny nose. You can have four friends walking through a weedy field, <laughs> cornfield, whatever pollen field. But the healthy one. One of them is going to be sneezing. <laughs> the rest of them are looking at him. What's the matter with you? Yeah. He's the healthy He's one. He's the healthy one. If somebody throws pepper in your face, you should sneeze. Oh, that reminds me of the woman who orgasmed every time she sneezed. <laughs> And when she was asked if she was taking anything for it, she said, yeah, pepper. (laughs) Oh, I hope that's all right. That's funny. That was funny. We just read that. (laughs) That's great. So anyway, I hope that we've helped you with a foundational way to help allergies and know that it starts with a leaky gut. Everything starts with 
the gut, but you've got to heal the leaky gut or you will just get more allergic reactions and your list will become longer and longer and longer. Yes, well, that's just it. You can go on spending lots and lots of money getting test after test after test, or you can just stop it at the door. Don't let it in the house. (laughs) Don't let it in the gut. Stop it at the door by healing the gut. So don't forget to go to ForbiddenDoctor.com and take our free symptom survey. You get a free personalized protocol with that. And you also get, if you would like, a free 30-minute consultation with one of our nutritionists. Nobody else does this in the whole world. So this is really exciting. You can do that. And when you do that, you become a member of our website and you can... See all the products we have Access on there. Access to everything. We have 600 different protocols. We have um, a ton of blogs and podcasts and everything else. So go to ForbiddenDoctor.com, take our free symptom survey, and also read about our two revolutionary products, Ageless Thyroid and Long Life Energy Enzymes. There are no other products like those two products in the world. And you might also go to AgelessThyroid.com and read about a product that can help contribute to melting breast lumps and supporting your hormonal system. Yeah. I, I just changed the ageofthyroid.com. If you go there, sometimes you'll... I, I did like a split test, and sometimes you'll get information on how to melt breast lumps, and the other one is how to support the hormonal system of your body. Right. But anyway, just know that. That's a great website. It's got a lot of good information on it, ageofthyroid.com. <sighs> <laughs> well, statements made in this podcast about specific products have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent disease. All information provided or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging or this podcast is informational purposes only. It's not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. <laughs> you I did, did that in one breath? I did it in one That's breath. That's a huge paragraph. So thank you guys for listening and thanks. Come back to the Forbidden Doctor for next week for all our forbidden information and our next forbidden podcast. And join us for another really good venture into forbidden knowledge. Yeah, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast. If you are curious about long-life energy enzymes or ageless thyroid, you can purchase them without a membership from our website at ForbiddenDoctor.com. Or get our enzyme formula from Amazon.com by searching the full term, Long Life Energy Enzymes. Don't forget to take our obligation-free symptom survey to get a free personalized supplement protocol recommended for you by Dr. Jack, Mary, or one of our qualified nutritionists. Take the survey, get a call from our nutritionist to create a protocol and a patient login, Then use that login to see your own personal protocol along with any favorites you've saved from our symptom library. Remember, our website and our clinic are here for you always.